Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. I am your host, coach and life alchemist, Sharin Eskandani, and I have worked with thousands of people showing them how to create their dream lives while also living their dream lives. This podcast is where mindset, mindfulness, and manifestation meet. Together, we're going to release limiting beliefs, put your dreams into motion, all while prioritizing your ease, rest, and joy. Let's do this, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching. Or if you want to go even deeper into this week's episode and get my free weekly journal prompts, sign up for my email list and you'll be able to explore the topics we're talking about in this episode even further. You can do that in the show notes or by heading to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. And if you're interested in working with me, whether that's one-on-one in one of my group programs or one of my transformational courses, you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com slash offerings to find out more. And of course, you can also head to the show notes and all of this information will be waiting for you there. All right, love, welcome to this week's episode. So on this podcast, we talk about dreams a lot. I mean, literally, last week's episode was all about dreams. And today, we're talking about dreams again, but we're going to look at how we can sustain the journey toward our dreams. Because the truth is, the journey toward our dreams is a really hard one. It is one that requires so much of us. It requires so much time, so much effort, so much work. Being a dreamer means having to choose the hard thing each and every day. It means having to navigate challenges and difficulties all of the time. Being a dreamer means having to choose the harder path. And if you are a dreamer, which I know you are because you're part of the wholehearted community, you know this to be true. That this journey that we are all embarking on is not an easy one. It is one that really challenges us. It is full of difficulties, but it is one that we are so committed to. We are committed to this path because we are dreamers, and our dreams are part of who we are. They are part of what we want to see in the world. So I know that regardless of how hard this path may be, you're on it. You're going to be taking it. And today's episode is about how we can bring more ease to that difficult path. This is about sustainability because what I know to be true is that if ease is not part of the process, love, you can get burnt out on your dreams. Our dreams can exhaust us. They can overwhelm us. And I don't want this happening to any of us. I don't want the reason why you stop pursuing your dream to be because you are exhausted and miserable. This episode is about how we can take this path, we can go on this journey in a way that is kind to us, in a way that we can thrive alongside of our dreams. So what we're going to talk about today is what I am calling my four 
pathways to ease. There are four different elements, four different things that we can do to bring more ease to this challenging path we are on. So let's get into this week's Mindset Monday. It reads, I want to live a life of ease. But I now understand ease does not mean avoiding, deflecting, or running from. Ease often means choosing the harder path, the more challenging option, the more difficult circumstance. Ease isn't about avoiding difficulty, love. Ease is the way we engage with difficulty. Over the last few months, I've been sharing with you here on the podcast that I'm in the middle of bringing a dream to life. And I have been very vague about it, which I very much apologize for. But y'all, this dream, holy crap, it is really asking a lot of me. Like, I am so exhausted. I'm so tired. There's so many things to do. I'm terrified. I sometimes feel like I'm on top of the world and sometimes feel like I have no idea what I am doing. This is not an easy path. I I mean, (laughs) it is not easy, for lack of a better word. And today's episode really was inspired by what I have been going through. Because I'm not going to back out on this dream. No, 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 no. This dream means so much to me. But it is also really wearing me out. And so these four pathways that I'm going to talk about These are things that I have really had to practice and commit to over the last year as I have been building out this dream. These are the four pathways that have really been like life preservers for me. They have truly kept me afloat. And I'm kind of at a point with this dream right now where I can see the shoreline. Like I'm I'm still kind of far, (laughs) but I can kind of see it. And so I wanted to share these four pathways with you in case you're in the same boat. I have not meant to use so many nautical references, but here we are. (laughs) But I'm really hoping that one of these pathways or perhaps all of them resonate with you and that they can keep you afloat on this journey toward your dreams. So our first pathway to ease is the meaning you make. So I want to share a story with you. I've shared it on the podcast, but it has been a while. It's unrelated to this dream that I have right now, but it very clearly demonstrates this pathway around the meaning you make. Every Monday, I send out an email to the wholehearted community. And maybe you're on that email list. Every Monday morning, you get an email from me that's also connected to this podcast. So every Monday morning, this email goes out. And every Monday morning, the very first thing that I do, the very first thing to start my work week, to start my work day, is I go and check my email platform. On my email platform, I can see all the different statistics from my emails. So I can see how many people open the email, how many times they opened it up. It has all of that information in there. And the very first thing I tend to do on a Monday morning is I go and, you know, check my statistics from this email. 
So I would go and open up this email platform, and the very first statistic that I would look at was how many people unsubscribed from my email list. I could have looked at so many other things. I could have looked at how many people opened it, how many times they opened the email, how many times they clicked on the different links in the email, but no. I would go and look at how many people unsubscribed. And I would look at that number and the meaning I would make of that would be the worst things. I would say to myself, oh my gosh, you have no idea what you're doing. Your content isn't good enough. You're not smart enough. Your email list, look, it's, it's not growing enough. So how are you going to sustain this business? Oh my gosh, everything is going to fall apart. You're such a failure. And I would just go into this like spiral of negative thoughts. And this is how I would start every Monday, the beginning of my workday, the beginning of my work week. I would start my work week thinking the worst things about myself. And that would, of course, affect everything I would do that week, having that in the back of my mind. The meaning I was making of these numbers was so unkind to myself and my dream. I could have opened up that email platform and looked at so many other things. And I could have made so many other meanings. I could have looked at how many people opened it and thought, wow, that is such a high percentage rate, Sharin. Look at that. Look at how great you're doing. I could have looked at how many times they clicked on the different links in my email or even how many times the same person would open up an email and thought to myself, way to go. I could have even looked at how many people unsubscribed and said to myself, okay, you're making content that is resonating with a certain community. This is great. These people aren't part of your community and that's okay. You are not for everyone. The meaning we make of the situations and the circumstances we find ourselves in is so incredibly important. When we face a hiccup or a challenge on our journey, what kind of meaning are we going to make out of it? Are we going to make it to mean that we're failures and we're a mess and we should give up? Or are we going to make it to mean that, oh, okay, mistakes happen. What can I learn here? How can I pivot? Now, I'm not saying that we should be Pollyannas, but I'm saying that we need to be really intentional about the meaning we make out of the things that happen to us, especially on this difficult journey that we are all on. If I make it mean that I'm a mess and I'm not a good coach every time someone unsubscribes from my email list, y'all, I'm making this path a lot more difficult than it needs to be. One of the greatest mindset tools or concepts that I ever learned was understanding the difference between a circumstance and our perception of a circumstance. Oftentimes, we think that it is the circumstances in our life that are making us feel not so awesome, right? So we think it's because of the number in our bank account or the number of clients that we have, or maybe it's because of our pant size. But it's actually our perception of that circumstance 
that makes us feel not so great. So let me give you an example of this. Three people could have the same amount of money in a bank account. Okay, let's say that number is 50000 One person could look at that number and say, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I have so much money. Another person could look at that number and say, holy crap, what am I doing? I need to make more money. And another person could look at that number and think, oh, okay, that's how much money I have. Same number, same circumstance, but three different perceptions. Three different meanings of the same circumstance. And so when it comes to navigating the ups and downs of this difficult path we're on, we really have to be cognizant of how we are perceiving what is happening to us or what we're going through. If you want to dive even deeper into this idea, check out episode 85 and any episode on mindset. So for me, now with my email list, I actually check it later in the day. I get a better idea of what's happening then. And I check the unsubscribes at the very end. And the meaning I make out of the people who unsubscribe isn't that I am the worst or I'm a mess. It's that this just isn't the space for them. This simple thing has brought so much more ease into my day, into my week, into the work that I do. I mean, is it really worth giving up on wholehearted coaching because 6, 10, 20 people unsubscribe? No, no, it is not. So love, be really conscious of the meaning that you make from the different circumstances that you find yourself in. Now let's get into our second pathway. Our second pathway is the boundaries that you have. Oh, I mean, we could spend an entire podcast just on boundaries, and I have, so if you want to check that out, definitely do. But boundaries are how we protect our energy and our time. And when I think of ease, I think of energy and time. What am I putting my energy towards? What am I spending my time on? And are those things, things that allow me to thrive and to feel really nourished? If you are a dreamer, you need to have some really clear boundaries. And those boundaries aren't just only with others, but more often than not, they are with ourselves. I honestly think that the person who breaks the most boundaries in our lives is ourselves, right? Like the things that we say that we are going to do for ourselves and we just don't do them. For example, with myself, I can't tell you how many days I start off the morning saying, hey, Sharin, you're going to go on a walk later today. You're going to stop what you're doing around three or four o'clock and you're going to go on a walk. And I can't tell you how many times I have totally blown past three or four o'clock with no walk. Like, I know that this walk is going to make me feel better. It's for my mental health, my emotional health, my spiritual health. And I will just trample all over this walk. I won't do it. We betray ourselves so often when it comes to the things that we know are best for us. It's a sad truth, but it is a truth. So when it comes to ease, it's really about being clear 
what your boundaries are, and then also upholding them. And knowing that at the end of the day, you are the only person who is responsible for you upholding and honoring your boundaries, whether they are with other people or, again, with yourself. And when I struggle with boundaries, I think of it in terms of yes and no. So if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? That has helped create so much clarity in my life when I look at boundaries in this way, as this equation of, hey, Sharin, if you say yes to this task or yes to this opportunity, you're going to be saying no to these things. And I can weigh out in my head whether it makes sense or whether it doesn't make sense. But a huge part, a big part of creating ease for ourselves is really about becoming cognizant of what we are saying yes to. Are we saying yes to the things that really are best for us? Or are we saying yes to the things that we think we're supposed to do, that we should do, that we feel guilted into doing? We have to be mindful of this love. So with our second pathway, it's about the boundaries that we have and the boundaries that we honor and uphold. Let's move on now to our third pathway. And that's the celebrations that we create. We do not celebrate ourselves, our lives, our accomplishments enough. For us dreamers, we're constantly moving on to that next thing that we need to do, that next task on our to-do list. And we will just gloss over, move past these moments of celebrations that we could and should be having. Each and every day, we need to be celebrating. Now, that celebration doesn't need to be going to a fancy restaurant or splurging on something really expensive. When I'm talking about celebrating, it's about you saying to yourself how proud you are of yourself, having a dance break in the middle of the day, patting yourself on the back, singing at the top of your lungs to your favorite 90s track. I cannot confirm or deny that I do that one often. (laughs) I call these micro-celebrations. These are moments that I have every day when I do something. And it's something that in the past I would have just not even acknowledged. But now I take those small things, those seemingly quote-unquote ordinary things, and I make them a moment of celebration. I make them a moment of joy. I make them a moment to savor. And if we want ease, we need to bring the celebration back. We need to bring that joy back. That thing you did today that you just thought, oh, I should have done this earlier or I could have done it better or I need to just move on to the next thing. No, 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 no. I want you to take a moment and acknowledge it and celebrate it. Think of a way to celebrate it. And one of my favorite practices for celebration is stop, pause, savor. I've talked about it on the podcast before. It's one of my favorite things to do, and we're going to do it together right now. So I just want you to stop what you're doing, pause, and savor. Savor this moment, love. Whatever that means. If you're on a walk, maybe you savor the trees around you, the beauty around you. If you're at home, maybe savoring the decor in your house, how cozy your home is. 
there is always something that we can savor. A practice I give to clients often is to have a stop, pause, savor alarm. So setting an alarm that will go off three times every day. And when it goes off, you stop what you're doing, you pause, and you savor. It's such a simple exercise, but it is so incredibly rewarding. Infusing this sense of celebration and joy is such an integral part of creating ease. We don't have to wait until we accomplish our big dream to celebrate. We celebrate now and we celebrate often. And that's how we sustain. Now let's move on to our final pathway. And that is the words you say. Love, the words you say to yourself really matter. The way you speak to yourself, the way you hold yourself, the regard that you have for yourself, it really matters. If we want a journey that is filled with ease, we need to learn how to speak to ourselves as a friend would. We need to become our own inner cheerleader. This is about breaking up with that self-critical side of ourselves and knowing that it's not going to serve us if we want to sustain. This is really about leaning into grace and kindness and compassion. Be really vigilant about this. When you find yourself speaking to yourself not so kindly, pause, take a moment and reframe. And this isn't about positive affirmations. It's not about you saying things you don't believe, like, you got this, you know what you're doing, keep going, buddy. No, but this is about saying words and phrases to yourself that allow you to feel supported and empowered, whatever that means. So you can say to yourself, even though I doubt myself, deep down I know what I'm doing. I accept that this is really hard, and I'm so incredibly proud of myself. Be kind to yourself, love. Be so incredibly supportive. Because the person you spend the most time with on this path, on this path to your incredible, amazing dream, is yourself. So nurture that loving, supportive relationship. A relationship that you would want with a friend, a relationship you'd want with a family member or a romantic partner. That is the same type of relationship you need to create and cultivate with yourself if you want to make this path more easeful. Love, I cannot tell you how happy I am that you are on this path toward your dream. Because your dream is going to change lives. Your dream is going to change communities. The ripple effect that your dream is going to have on folks is going to be incredible. Thank you for dreaming this dream. Thank you for embarking on this path. And now all you have to do is just sustain. It's not an easy ask, but if you can incorporate these four pathways of ease into this not-so-easy journey that you are on, love, you can and will sustain. So as we finish this episode, I want you to think of one thing that's resonating with you and take a deep breath in, hold it at the top, and breathe out. 
Until next week, love, I will talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser, or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.